get notifications, and stay updated every time I post a challenge podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Thank you all, and hope you enjoy. So my guest joining me today, she's from the real world Cancun, Aia. Thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm glad I was uh, able to get a hold of you. You know, you came up uh, quite a bit in requests, and uh, I threw that little comment on your uh, Twitter post. I was feeling a little bold. I was, uh, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I saw, I think you um, you interviewed Frank, and then you interviewed CJ, I saw, and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm down. Like, let's do this. I was like, I have, let's see how much shit I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, first off, how are you doing? Good. Um, dealing with this quarantine, um, you know, things are really good for me during quarantine. Everyone's like kind of like, you know, like really bad and like they're having like issues and stuff. And like I did the first like two weeks because I isolated myself and I live alone. So that was really tough where I was just like in my own thoughts and like not getting myself, um, not giving myself enough time with like friends or like communication. So I struggled the first two weeks. But now it's, I've kind of put my energy into writing, reading, writing, um, art, painting again. So it's, I'm kind of just doing like self-love, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like this is like, you know, an adjustment period for everybody, you know, though. It's like, uh, you really like find uh, things within yourself that maybe you didn't find before, um, you know, this started. Right, like find a hobby, do something you like, like this is like time. I think this was really helpful for everybody and I think everyone needed it, is to like kind of cool down, take some time off of work, and kind of just concentrate on yourself. So I think I think we needed this a little bit. Now it's a little too long, so we're like, okay, like when's this gonna be over? But <laughs> hopefully soon. For sure, for sure. So uh, let's uh, get right into uh, you know the real world and uh, challenge questions. I think uh, that's what everybody's uh, been dying to hear. <laughs> so uh, let's kind of just kick this off, you know, with your uh, casting process, because I heard that like. Um, it was like an online, you know, vote or something like that, right? To get you onto your, uh, you know, season. So how did that all play out with, you know, your process? Did you still have to like audition and everything the same way, you know? It was really different. So I, um, I'm pretty sure, and I've spoken to other um, castmates where the interview process for them is really long. So they have to go through like three interviews, fourth interview. And I think that's harder. I don't know if I would have, I would like to think that I would go on the real world and still be casted if I had that type of interview, but I got really lucky. I saw a competition contest online and they were asking for new faces. And so my part was doing blogs, videos, and um, blogs, videos, um, and answering like really super intimate questions. So I had the time to like really express myself and really be myself. And then it just went to like thousands of people down to hundreds, down to 50, 20, 10. And I was up top 10 and I was like, oh shit, like I can actually like get away with this. Like, let's do it. So it's like, I was really vulnerable. I was really just balls of the wall. So I, I mean, I won it. It's insane. So did they tell you like, okay, you're going to get voted onto this thing or did you just? No, I got the phone call. Like there's top three and then I had to wait for the phone call all day. And um, when I got the phone call, I was just like, holy shit. Like, and that sucks because nothing's recorded. So like that you didn't really get to see, like my dog is just like eyeballing me right now. Um, so yeah, when I got the phone call, I was super excited, but I wish they would have like gotten that recorded because you know, it's exciting. Yeah, like sort of like a vlog type situation, you know? 
Yeah, and then they um, after that, we have to go through a personality test. So it's like a 500-question kind of thing. They talk to a therapist, and they kind of see if, like, you're too crazy or you're not crazy enough. And then, like, they're looking for, like, a middle ground. Like, that's like, okay, she's valid to be able to give you some type of show. Yeah, because <laughs> I know crazy. nowadays, like, they for the challenge, at least, they have, like, all these kinds of, like, psych evaluations and stuff that they kind of didn't have back then. So they're kind of yeah. And stuff on that. So, yeah, I was, um, I think I was called for one of the challenges and I did my interview, I did my doctor's test, my exam, and like I talked to the, um, to a therapist. And then I don't know what happened, but like a week after that, maybe my partner dropped out or I was just like too, like too chill or too crazy that they're like, no, don't put this bitch on there. Cause <laughs> it was but it's that, that's still a question in my mind mm-hmm. so now i have it under pretty good authority that the swine flu was uh going around allegedly during your filming so like were you guys told anything by production during that no um but i do know that during spring break we had we were there for three months and normally a uh, real world lasts five months and five months is a really long fucking time. But I think what happened with ours, we had no idea about swine flu until we got home. So we flew back home, whatever, whatever. And it wasn't until Prez Hilton wrote something um, on his blog. And he was saying like, oh, we had to go home. He was at our herpes. And we were like, what? So then like, you know, we got that straightened out. But I believe that we got cut just because we gave him three months of solid, solid like information like i think our our season was so crazy that production was like we have everything that we need so like let's just go home yeah you guys uh you know kind of regarded as like one of the more like memorable seasons you know yeah i think i if i'm not um i think i read something about i know like las vegas the one with Bryn. And remember when she was like got pregnant, pregnant scare and stuff. Like the first Vegas season was the highest rating, and it wasn't until season twenty Cancun that we beat those rating those ratings. Wow, that was really cool for us. Where I was like, "Yo, like that's dope." Like ours got rated like the highest, but now I think other seasons have beat us. So hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had that first place at one point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now, people want to know what your relationship like was with uh, Joey on uh, that show or season that you guys did. Fucking miserable, dude. Miserable. It was so taunting. It was so negative. It was so draining. Verbally, like, just verbally attacked. Just, I don't know. Like, I just, there's a type of person that I just don't get along with. And he was just that. And, like, that's what they do on The Real World. They cast us so differently that we're naturally going to bump heads. But he was such a douchebag, dude. Like, I don't know if he's still like that because we just do not speak. But he's just the type of person that I just keep out of my life. And it's like, was I was just tormented. I was like bullied. And I was like, bro, like, I don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So our, yeah, our, our relationship was really fucked up. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. I'll never forget it. <laughs> is it one of those situations, like, if you look back on, you're like, is there anything I could have, you know, done differently? Was I just like young and dumb or... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, our real world passed like 10 years ago. So it's like, if I was on now, it would be completely different. Like, um, I'm, I've learned how to communicate. It was like a mirror effect, you know, like being on the real world. So you kind of learn a lot. But it would have been a lot different. But I think they do that on, well, I definitely know that they do that on purpose is to get you 
like when you're young and dumb and reactive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They so, like to you know, get people that they know, you know, to put them in like the same, you know, enclosed environment, you know, something's going to happen. Yeah. It's and a you, TV have, show. you have no idea. It's like, we're not allowed to um, read books. We're not allowed to listen to music. We're not allowed to um, watch movies, TV. Like we're just completely shut out from the world. So it was insane. Like I was like, dude, we're driving ourselves crazy. We have a curfew. Therefore we need to be like inside at a certain time. We're drunk off our asses and frustrated. So it's a perfect, it's a perfect recipe for fucking like, you know, to cause chaos. And mm -hmm. <laughs> so now mo moving on to like two of your other roommates, what's your relationship like with um, Jasmine and John A like as of late, if anything? Um, Jasmine and I keep in contact, Emily and I keep in contact, um, contact usually through like social media. It makes it really easy for us to like, you know, interact with each other's posts and like there's good blood and I love them all. Like CJ and I, um, have patched like, you know, like patched our differences and like, we've all kind of grown up and like, we all kind of have this, um, unspoken MTV family. So it's like, no one is ever going to know what we went through and doing it together has just like created this type of bond which is like it's unbreakable john a um john a and i speak you know not frequently i don't speak to anybody um i've kind of like separated myself from that world because everyone's kind of busy doing their own thing but again social media makes it super easy to, for us to keep in contact with yeah i feel like in a way like living in like a house with like um you know real world uh you know situation like with your roommates it's sort of like similar to like say if you know you're in high school and then you leave after four years like it's like kind of like an un you know spoken thing but it's like you try to like in a way you know distance yourself from that so I, I could I attest to that myself you know yeah it's just like if it's a natural vibe it's a natural vibe like you're like you know you're gonna get along with people that just naturally like you know connect with you like Anissa and I are really close whenever she comes to LA like she we hang out we like want to go to strip clubs we get drunk like we like see burlesque shows together and like we just naturally vibe and like talk shit and like that's a you know that there's that's a girl that i'm like super just close with and like i used to see her like on tv when i was young like i was like She's bro I can't believe yeah i'm like bro like i can't believe like i watched you when i wasn't on the real world and like now i'm like super like chill cool best friends with her i'm like bro like i love her she's awesome just gnarly how like shit like that happens yeah. So now let's talk about your transition onto the challenge more specifically, like, cause I know you had like a few of your roommates there, but like, aside from them, who, how was your transition and who do you feel like you liked and didn't really like, like coming onto the challenge? Coming onto the challenge. Um, I was scared. I was nervous. I like, didn't know what to expect. Um, these people talk to each other like off base, like, you know, like in real life since like, and I didn't have that connection with anybody because I kind of went into this like social anxiety, depression after the show. Like it was really hard for me after the show. When I got on, I was like, hell yeah. Like this is like something that I've been wanting to do. This was like the first thing that went into my head when I went on real world. Cause we all want to be on the challenge. It looks fucking fun. Um, so naturally I just became really close with Katie Katie, um, I got eliminated by her, which was really hard because like we 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 got kind of close at the end. And then Laurel, I really like was attracted to um, just like conversation wise and like we just kind of like just got each other. Um, 
Par Maria was like a different type of vibe. We like flirted. Um, who I didn't like was Jen rubbed me the wrong way. Like two Latinas, like we're both outspoken. She's like an alpha and I'm like the newbie. So like I stayed my way, but I just like truly just like looked at her and how she'd speak to people. And like, I was just not down for it. Uh, so I steered clear from her. I was like, bro, like you're not someone I like want to hang out with. So yeah. I'm just, now, you know, it's been a really long time, but, and I'm sure she's like awesome and cool and stuff. But at that time, we also have this type of shield that we have to put on for cameras. So it's like, this bitch can put me in, this bitch can like, you know what I mean? So it's, everyone's an alliance. So I just didn't want to get close to like certain people. Cause I was like, bitch, you're going to throw me in like the first, the first chance that you get. So right. my face get hurt. So I'm just going <laughs> to boom. Yeah. Jen was definitely like a little bit of uh, you know, kind of, I wouldn't want to say, you know, entitled, but like she uh, entitled. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, uh -huh. she has, like, that bark where it's, like, she is intimidating. She um, she uses it to her advantage, which is part of her game, and that's awesome. But, you know, I was just, like, no. Like, no. I'm just not. I didn't buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. So now, what about, like, the whole uh, Cara, Maria, and Abe situation that, like, kind of, I guess, you know, got you thrown into elimination? Because it seemed like, you know... At least the uh, majority of your team wanted uh, Kara going in because of, you know, her performances and stuff. And it kind of right. seemed like the whole reason that she wasn't in throw. Completely the entire reason why Kara stayed was because, he, you know, she had protection. And um, at first we thought she was doing that to, like, kind of um, give herself security. And I think she played that really well, you know. So um, she did really, really good on performances and that sucks because like I did really good on performances it's like I made it halfway um it's just our team was just kind of looking at her like I, she was protected by by Abe so you know like and it sucks how I didn't go into an elimination that was like physical you know what I mean like my elimination sucked so bad I was so disappointed yeah. I was like who the fuck is like wants to hold a bucket with their non-dominant arm 10 pounds and then be swatted in the face like it was it was like a joke we were laughing throughout it and even production was like you guys like please like make this look serious and I'm like how like we have bug eyes on <laughs> like this is so <laughs> so I don't know if you know you've uh you know been in the loop of uh Cara lately but I was gonna or actually a fan question was how do you feel like Cara differs now from you know back then um, I think she's grown and I think she has gone through so much. Um, being on the challenge, you, you, you're paranoid. You, um, don't know who to trust you. It kind of like forms you into a person that, um, that is kind of hard to explain, but, um, she's definitely grown a thick skin. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. So, um, I think she's just really grown how to like manipulate and how to work her way in. And she kills at like eliminations. She kills throughout all challenges. So I think in the beginning she was so new and it hurt her feelings. Like it's valid, you know, but I think she got, got like the clue and she was like, dude, if I really want to stay in these eliminations, I have to get fit. And like, that is what she did and like good for her like she's been in the game so long that she's just naturally and like has worked the game to her just but like her potential she's not in potential she's like just kills it 
So, yeah, I'm proud of her. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel she, like, she's like, you know, I don't know mentally how she is doing, but I hope, like, I'm always trying to, like, text her and, like, communicate with her. So, like, Yo, like, is everything okay? Because it is really rough, you know? Like, it's, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning of the challenge, compared to, like, obviously, like, you know, now, she's over time kind of evolved into, like, what she was once up against because it seemed like she was always on the outskirts like um you know yeah. at the beginning of her challenge it seemed like everyone was kind of like i wouldn't want to say picking on her but in a way like they were like you know she definitely had like the majority against her and then on this most recent season that she did she actually controlled the game and had the you know numbers on her side so it's like she's almost like done like a complete you know 180 from where oh, she yeah. Was. yeah i completely agree and like I, I applaud her because I'm like, yo, she's a bitch that like was sick of being put down. She was sick of like being bullied, like, and she just really like grew grew a lot. Um, maybe not in like the best ways, some ways, but you are on a challenge. Like you are going to want to win. Like she, I feel like she just got sick of being that underdog that she's like, all right, like it's my time and I'm gonna kill it. And she has like everyone that talks shit to her, everyone that bullied her, like she kind of just rubbed it in their face now. And like, she's in control. So good for her. Like, I'm, I'm proud of that. She, you know, like, and she's upfront about it. She's like, let's go. Like, let's do this. Like I did say this. I did. She's got to do what she got to do to win. And she has been winning and I'm all for it. Mm Yeah, it's definitely like a uh, double-edged sword a bit because, you know, you got your, uh, you know, people that like seeing her win. And then she's definitely polarizing in the sense that there's like, you either love her or you hate her. And there's like kind of yeah. no in-between. So. Yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, she kind of, yeah, she learned from the best and they're kind of the worst. And she's just playing it. So, I mean, do you want to be eaten or no? She like really just raised up. Yeah, you love her or you hate her? Hate her. Yeah. But um, I personally know Kara, and she's, like, super, super sweet. So our personalities are kind of different when you're on the show and off. So, like, the meanest people, the people that look the meanest on TV are actually, like, really, really sweet in real life. Um, And it's the nice ones on TV that are actually, like, such fucking bitches and assholes. So, you know, just goes. Mm -hmm. So now we talked about uh, your elimination uh, briefly before, but, like, what was, like, I don't understand their whole thought process and like what kind of like all the other eliminations were like yeah i just it was yeah it felt completely random to me like what do like putting bug eyes on and like holding a bucket and then swatting each other in the face like and every like swatter got like thicker and thicker and i'm like yo like this does not hurt like during if you get slapped in the face i'm like this is the same thing i'm just holding a fucking bucket i loved it yeah katie Katie with a uh you know fly swatter just in general is a scary sight, but like, you know, let, let, let alone, uh, you know, in an elimination. My interview after, like my exit interview, like you could just see like just scratches like from the sweater on my face. Cause she, I think she hit way harder than I did, but I was so distracted by the bucket that like, I couldn't get like a hold and like a reach for her. But I think the reason that they put that they, chose that elimination is because it was me and Katie being eliminated and then it was Eric and Luke so it couldn't be a physical one because Luke and Eric's like you know bodies are completely different so it's like if it's going to be you know physical like Eric's going to like take it no matter what 
So that's when they put us into puzzles and like other things. But I mean, I wish I could have gone with Katie and like gotten like down and dirty and like, you know, like that would have been really fun for me. Yeah. So now a fan wanted me to ask, is Laurel as intimidating as she looks? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. Laurel is a strong bitch. Like, um, she, me and Laurel really connected on the challenge. So it's like, I got a different side of her and she was on my team. She's really articulate. She's really smart. She, um, just, she just gets down and like, she was perfect to pick off fresh meats, you know? And like, she really took me under her wing and she was really sweet to me. And she, um, Laura and I still talk. She visits in LA sometimes. So she just has a good heart, but she really is intimidated. And when she's on the challenges, she has a completely different face on, you know, like when you're going into war, you're just, you kind of have to just hold yourself to that standard. Right. So another, you know, rumor from a uh, cutthroat was of, uh, you and, uh, Melinda hookup was, uh, there any, you know, truth to this? <laughs> Total truth. Yes. I'm sorry, Melinda. I'm so sorry. She's married and has kids and like, she's super happy, which is like amazing, you know, but yeah, we, um, we had a night, um, there's so many boys like hitting on her and like doing things for her and like trying to like, you know, like sway their, um, sway their, their lip maneuver their way in with her. Um, Melinda was so silly, dude. Like, Melinda is just such, like, a fun girl when she's drunk. She's so loose. She's so free. And, um, yeah, one night, um, we were at a dinner table, and she was sitting with one of the boys that was hitting on her the whole night. And, you know, I was just, like, doing my thing. And then um, she's like, come, sit on my lap. And I was like, okay, this this girl is has some liquid courage. And we started flirting. And it wasn't until then that I was like, yo, like, I think I can do this. Like, I think, like, we can get away with this. And... Yeah, we spent all night together. I think we were playing cards upstairs or like we were playing truth or dare um, in her room and like everyone was downstairs. So like, yeah, that definitely happened. It like started with a little bit of twerking, some kissing, some like, yeah, some caressing each other. And then we went into her bunk and like we put the blank, the, the towels up and, um, you know, I don't kiss and tell, but, you know, so then Tyler, I hear Tyler come in and he's like, no, no, like freaking out. I wish, did you guys, is this on behind the scenes? I don't know. This was on the shit they should have shown. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then you see Tyler like blocking the bed and he's like, no, 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 this is my friend. Like, I'm not going to let her do this on camera, blah, blah. And me and her behind under the covers, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like cameras are right outside. Like we were like not wanting to show anything. And then like we spent the whole night together and then we woke up and I just like hurried down to like my like fucking bunk. And of course that had to happen, happen in the shit, shit you should have seen, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's very- you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned one of these boys, I think inquiring minds would like to know, uh, you know, who was, <laughs> who was trying uh, to like, you know- There's a few. Um, God, and I don't know them by name. I know Brandon. Brandon was really sweet. I love Brandon. And um, the the Mormon, what's his name? Um, white glasses. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Her and him had a really, really close relationship. And I like they were together and inseparable every day. I don't know if he was trying to like get it in, but, you know, it didn't matter to me. I was like, this girl's giving me looks. So I'm down and for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now, you know, I think everybody would like to know, like, obviously, you know, if you recalled again and like why I haven't seen you again, but 
there's been like stuff that I've read that you were actually like supposed to be an alternate for the one uh, season rivals too. And you're supposed to be partnered with Kara, but obviously, you know, situations on that season happened to where like, you know, people got sent home and, you know, quit and they brought Kara in as a replacement. But, um, was there, uh, you know, any truth to that? And I also heard something about, um, you know, a bloodline season when they told you about a relative. Yes, they asked me on Bloodlines, um, but honestly, like, I don't have a single relative that I would want to go on the show with. I'd be like, bro, like, you guys are not athletic. You guys, like, like, no, you guys are going to (laughs) suck. So it's like, if I could have found someone that, like, a friend and, like, would have lied about it, I would have been like, okay, they wouldn't have known. But, I I mean, at the time, I was like, I don't have anyone that, like, I could put on the show. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a black sheep and everyone's pretty, like, professional and stuff. So I'm like... I have no one, you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, I believe the rivals, I think it was either Car Maria or Joey. Okay. I would have loved to have been partnered with Cara because we had that um, negativity during Cutthroat. So um, I wish I could have been partnered with her. But I think the only other person I, would have, I had bad blood with was Joey. And could you imagine Joey on the challenge? Like, bro. Like... <laughs> I want to win like can you give me something that I'm gonna like someone that I'm gonna win with like fuck like I can't have like you know what I mean man but yeah and I think he I think he said no um he has a family and stuff and I'm sure he had to stay home and see he had said no so that ruined my chances so that's that Were you called for battle the seasons because I know they had uh this was in 2012 yeah they had uh yeah. DJ they called me for that. I said yes. Um, although I wasn't chosen, was I was super baffled about. Like I was like, they they chose the people that they wanted to choose, but I was like, bro, like I would have like, you know, I would have fucking been down for it. Actually, you know what? I'm lying. I'm totally lying. Um, I was got. I did get called for the the seasons one, but I was going to school. I was going to school for graphic design and web design, which I graduated. E. But, um, but I think I said, I said no to it. And I think I was also going through some mental health stuff that I was like, dude, I'm not ready to like go on another challenge. And like, it's not healthy for me. So yeah, I remember like saying no to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When would you say uh, you were most recently uh, called if you could like, you know, recall? I, which one was first bloodlines or the seasons? Um, I don't remember. The seasons was before the Bloodlines. I think the Bloodlines 2, I think it was, and they ended up doing Vendettas instead. That was 2017. Yeah. No, I was called maybe in, like, 2015, like, before that. Oh, oh so the original Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember I was going to school, and that was those were the years that I was on. And I was like, yeah, I'm, like, looking forward to... Um, you know, to, to like be called again, you know, but I just need to finish school first. Like I can't put school off. So I'm really grateful that I did that, but you know, like I had to make a decision and I chose school. <laughs> I'd say you made the right one. I mean, the challenge fans might not agree, but obviously, you know, got to think for yourself first. You know? Yeah. I just like, I just didn't want like the challenge to consume my life. And like, I needed like a career, you know, so I needed to be smart and I was doing really well in school and I really did really well. So I just couldn't, like, back myself up into that and, like, get caught up. You know what I mean? I need to finish, which I tell everybody, finish school, guys. <laughs> so now, what about your issues or, you know, you know, fights with uh, Jimmy and Veronica on Twitter? 
<laughs> Talk to me a little bit about that, where you feel uh, that stemmed and maybe your thoughts on them. I think I was like super bored one day and I was watching the challenges and just like Jemmy is just so loud. She's so like her, her voice is so squeaky and like she gets in arguments with everybody. She um, was crying about ketchup and like, you know, I'm not like, you know, I'm not what, whatever. I don't get it. But um, she's just like very like just for the camera all the time. And that's what I've heard from various castmates, like camera, 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 camera. And I was just like, yeah, I went off on Twitter and I was just like, yo, like this, like she needs to sit down. Like this is not like there is entertaining, but it's also like, girl, like you like have some respect for yourself. Like hold yourself as like, you know, like a strong woman. And it's like, she's getting just a bad type of, um, she's getting a, she's giving herself a bad rep in like the bad ways from like, bro, like, but you know, whatever, it's her game. It's her game. It's gotten her on like a few challenges. So good for her. Whatever floats your boat, queen. Veronica, I'm not sure what happened with Veronica. I think Veronica, yeah, was defending Jemmy. And like Veronica and I were acquaintances. I wouldn't say friends in real life because she hangs out with a group that I hang out with here in LA. So yeah, we kind of like spoken with each other and like you know hung out with one another which was cool so when she defended jemmy and like i feel like she just got involved and was put in the middle of something that had like it had nothing to do with her i get it like you're protecting your friend but like mind your own fucking business like this is between me and jemmy so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way knowing that i knew her in real life and then she like just shoved her way in there i was like girl like if you need attention like get it but don't come at me for it you know yeah I won't speak, you know, too in-depthly on Jimmy because I don't want, you know, challenge fans coming with their, you know, pitchforks and torches after me. But of course. You know, at least from like just oh, like, you are here to get the tea and you are here. To that is true. That is you true. Know what I mean, like, yeah. But now I feel like you're the interviewer now. You're riling me up. Shouldn't I be doing that to you? Hey, you're like, right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. All right. But I'll, uh, I'll speak my piece. I don't know. Just from like an objective, you know, just observing, I feel like Jemmy kind of like, I don't know, switches her friends, like, she, like, like, it feels like one day she's, like, you know, trying to defend everybody, and it's, like, since when were you, you know, friends with this person, and then, like, I don't know, it's as like, of late, I've seen her sell out, like, some of her best friends, like, on occasion, and it's, like, I don't under, like, make up your mind. Yeah, like, I feel like it's so flippant. She plays both sides, too. Yeah, she plays both sides, and, like, that's what she has to do, like, to win the game, but I just find, like, it's so cowardly, and it's so, like, bro, like, do you even like consider any of these people your friends? Like, sure, it's a game, but like, if I have Laurel's back, I'd expect her to have mine. And like, sure, it's a game in the game, but like, yo, like, have some type of integrity. You know what I mean? And like, your word is everything. So, yeah, but even in real life, too, I think like a few weeks ago, you know, there's obviously like a lot going on with like, you know, MTV's stance on like, you know, certain uh, stuff going on in the world. But, and then they like, um, they made like a firing of like one of the cast members. And then I think like um, her and you know, Marie. Yes. I think like Jemmy like um, sent like messages or something like that between like Marie and her to like Wes or something like that. And said, told Marie that she didn't. And then like Marie ended up like finding out cause she had Jemmy's login or something like that. Oh my God, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, it's like, someone says something or someone's saying something, I'm all about receipts. I'm like, you can screenshot something very quickly. So unless like you have screenshots or you have proof, 
then like I can't fucking say anything about it. You know what I mean? So it's like whatever if Wes said that, Wes could also like just say it to like start controversy, like you know controversy and like spark something up. But it's like I would have been like, show me the receipts. Like I'm not gonna be an asshole and just tr- like believe you, girl. I'm just telling you, like these people <laughs> love the drama. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Can't get enough. <laughs> no, but, yeah, of um, course. TV. Yeah. But um, now talk to me a little bit about, like, um, you know, your uh, battle with sobriety. Battle with sobriety. Ooh, I've been dealing with that since I was really young. And um, I think after being on Real World and on the challenges and, like, being bashed and all the negative comments and, like, I was really, really focused on, on, the, on, the, uh, on the show um, which could be a good thing and a bad thing. And, you know, some issues came out on the show that like, once you, people are like, well, didn't you know, like you're being recorded? And it's like, yes, but, um, you don't expect for the issues to come up during the show. Um, you don't expect to go through whatever emotions, something might, you know, like spark something back up in your life. And excuse me. So I just didn't know how to handle all of the everything after the challenge so i really got into a deep depression i had to get help and like i just social anxiety just came in it's like you didn't know who was being friends with you um for you and who was friends with you um for the show so and like relationships too like i dated girls that like want to date me because of the show i'm like i didn't know that until after so like my mental health and my and i you know drugs and i drink to kind of forget that and to kind of just like forget about all of that so my sobriety um is something that i've been continuously working on like it's like been i want to say like a couple months now like three four months so it's very new and like you know you fall back sometimes but you can't give it up you can't you have to want better for yourself so i um i'm not you know blaming tv for it but it's just like having mental illness and like you know living in la and working in nightlife and it's everywhere and it's like i'm a fucking great time when i'm you know like drinking and like doing my thing but i definitely had to pull back and um you know i'm 33 now so it's like definitely had to pull it back and like get my head get my head straight so i'm currently doing that mm-hmm. good for you yeah i feel like you know mental uh you know health isn't like taken you know serious enough and i feel like people are um you know i guess blind to the fact that like anybody regardless like it could be someone on tv like it just doesn't matter like who you are like somebody's like whether you see it or not like someone's going through something and i think that um you know sometimes you know people are uh it's frowned upon by people you know but yeah it's um yeah it's definitely hard it's like uh, all i want to do is like um just like remind people like you know your 20s and like whatever whatever like you're gonna party get it out of your system because you don't want to be doing that for the rest of your life so um yeah i just want to be an advocate for people that are going through something and to speak about issues that people don't want to speak about um it's not easy to talk about suicide it's not easy to talk about drug addiction it's not easy for anyone so I definitely want to be, you know, like that base point for everybody to start talking about things because the more we brush them under the rug, it's like you're not actually getting help and you don't know who's like who's going through whatever. So we definitely just have to be sensitive towards that and like just, you know, be an ear to listen to or, you know, like not necessarily advice, but yeah, just be there for your friend or whoever is struggling and take it serious when something is going down, you know? Mm-hmm. 
did MTV or um, production provide you with like any support, like for your mental health? They tried to during the show. So um, they called in, they called a therapist and they asked me like, is, there, is this something that you want to do? And I said, um, maybe like, what are the circumstances? Like, and they were like, circumstances, they were saying, well, we picked a doctor that's willing to take you in, but we have to like record it. We have to um, film it. And at that time, I just was not comfortable with that just because I was putting already so much on the show that I was, I didn't genuinely think that I could get help in front of a camera and talk about things that were really personal. And like, I just wouldn't do that to myself, my family, my exes, my friends, you know? So I just didn't agree with that. But after the show, I know that they are providing mental health help for current castmates if they need it i mean i wish i had that like on my season but i think they after me in a couple of incidences i think they really take that serious now mm -hmm. it's definitely good that they you know buckle down on you know and now they start to like you know provide i think what's like you know essential for you know people that they're throwing in a house for x amount of time like yeah, bro. Like they understand. Like it's. Um, I think at first it's like so many circumstances have changed now, and uh, mental health is real. And I think they've been bashed before, like MTV, for not providing help. And I think it's. I think it's really fucking needed. It's like you're, you know, invasing this person's um, privacy, and you know, like you never know, like what could happen if they didn't like take the um, the the season well. You know, like it could cause a lot of like, you know, something could might happen to a cast member. And so I think they, they definitely buckled down. So I'm super grateful for that and applaud them for that. So now I noticed like you're like a blogger now. I saw this thing called Life After uh, Thoughts. Is that like your website? Like, yeah, that's my blog. Life After Thoughts as in T-H-O-T-S as in that hoe over there. No, I do know how to spell the word thought. <laughs> But um, Life After Thoughts is um, a blog for myself that I'm currently writing and currently speaking about where I am now. So um, battling drug addiction, health, mental health, and LGBT um, stuff. So I'm really raw, really real about it. Like, I just want to, like, people write it, I mean, read it, and listen to me like it's a friend. Like, it's like, dude, it's cool. Like, we have all been there. We are going through it. So I you know, I just want to talk to kids who are like in the middle of nowhere and like have no outlets to kind of like, you know, get some cool illustrations and like read some cool shit. And yeah, I get some questions. I get some questions and feedback written back. And yeah, it's going pretty well. I really like it. I haven't written in almost a year, but I have written um, blogs throughout this year that I just have to go back and edit. And it's also this year has been really heavy. And I think my readers are very well aware of that. That's like I need to sometimes take a pause. So so now I'm gonna ask you since you've obviously you know been on you know shows for the network what do you feel like is MTV's approach to um, you know how they portray or treat women uh, racism and you know or racism and sexism and uh, things of that nature and do you feel like they condone it do I feel that they condone it um no, they don't. They don't condone, condone racism, um, sex, like sexism, like women, like being portrayed, like you know, like um, objectified or whatever. Like, 
I don't necessarily, they do that on purpose. It's like, so it's never scripted. It's never any of that, but it is edited. So it's like, if you are a girl that's in a bikini, you are obviously being filmed, you know? So um, I haven't necessarily seen the shows currently, but I feel like every year, like Camilla, Camilla's like thing, like with the whole like race, her painting her face black and black face. And um, I just don't see how... MTV can kind of like pull back on that because they are being brave enough to show those issues. And then at the end, they like, you know, like do their thing with like commercials and saying, like, if you know someone that's going through whatever, please reach out. But I don't think they can, I don't think they condone it, but I think they're really honest and real about people's characters. So um, I think, I, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. That's just like, they are going to show certain things because we need to be educated. Um, by those like scenarios. So I um, yeah, that's my input on it. What about like um, men being held to like the same standard as women? Like, do you feel like men get away with um, more like on the show than like women do per se? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's in the world, like, you know, like every everyday life. But um, yeah, I feel like some type of thing, like some things are just not condoned on TV. like the um like abuse like physical abuse drugs like you can't use drugs in the house like they won't like that's completely like kicked off but i think now they're becoming a little bit stricter on like um saying racist things right like yeah so i think i that's fairly new because of where we are standing in the world currently so yeah i think they're learning i think they're growing um back then like you know it wasn't really something that people concentrated on but i think now they have to really watch themselves because anyone can you know we can do a lot of damage to a, a channel network that you know doesn't that does shit like that happen so um, yeah i think we're steered on the right direction right now so yeah i agree so now steering back in towards like you know the challenge related questions what about your thoughts on johnny bananas because obviously you know he's basically like what challenge is in a way he's been like you know doing it for like since i was like i feel like johnny bananas i was so sick of seeing him win every time but like he's good with his words he's like he's good at what he does like these challenges are his it's he's built the challenges in some way where i'm really sick and tired of watching him like win and like you know the same bullshit happened but it's so it, it's just intriguing to see how he manipulates people the way that he does. Like, it's honestly a gift that he has, and it's, like, not necessarily a good one, but it's just insane to me how these cast members have seen him lie, seen him manipulate, like, and they still let him fucking do it, like, even to them. And I'm like, bro, like, how do you not know that he's going to fuck you over? How do you not know, like, you know? So he's really good at the challenges, and it's like, in a good and a bad way, but I mean, he wins, but I'm really grateful that he hasn't won recently. And I think it's like a little bit of a curse of what he did to Sarah. So wow. after, yeah, after he hasn't won one challenge after that, after he stole the money from her. So you wouldn't have stolen the, the money from Car Maria or Joey if you were on a rival season with them? Joey, yes. Car Maria, <laughs> a Kurt Barbara, I don't know. Um, it also depends on like how much help they did, like with Ashley's thing, like bitch, you go girl, like you, she, she's set, you know, but the way that he helped her the entire way, 
the way that Sarah helped Johnny Bananas the entire way throughout that final, and like they wouldn't have gotten as far without their partner. Although the way that um, Hunter, right? right, the way that Hunter just spoke to her throughout the challenge, like he was just disrespecting her the entire time. So like Ashley, like she was her, and like that was her way of getting back to him. So. I mean, you go girl, <laughs> like shit. But like, you know what I mean? It's just so unfair to like for your partner to be helping you so much through the final. But like, imagine just weeks and months of this person just like, like, you know, like pushing you down. I think like that resentment just builds up. So I think if I was with a partner, I would like be really nice to them the entire way because that's your partner. They can necessarily take that shit from you. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if it's a rival season, I find like, Say if, like, I were on a rival season now, I see the last couple ones, and I'm like, all right, you know, like, yeah, like, this person, like, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, get the shot to steal my money at the end. Yeah. Or if I think that I'm gonna steal the money from them, I'll make it look like I'm not, and then, like, once Yeah, get like, no, bro, like, I'm here for you, like, what's, you know what I mean? But I think within myself, like, if it was a million-dollar prize, I would honestly, like, rob it, you know, like, during the show, because it, it's also, like, creates, like, you know, like drama on the show which is like fantastic but i think towards the end i'd have a soft heart and i'd be like here's like thirty thousand dollars just <laughs> charity <laughs> yeah here's a gift card to chili's or something yeah here you go <laughs> yeah. right so you never did a challenge with wes but i'm sure obviously you know i have an idea of like who he is um would you say like you would lean towards johnny or wes's side in terms of, because uh, I know, like, I mean, this most recent challenge, they just finally became friends and were an alliance or whatever, but, like, for, like, 15, 10 years, whatever it was, they were, like, complete, like, sworn enemies, you know? Yeah, so, I'm so surprised that they're friends. Well, actually, not surprised. I'm just kind of relieved. I'm, I'm like, finally, like, finally, you guys are, like, sucking each other's dicks now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. A lot of that's for the camera, I feel like. Yeah, I think like they both, I think they both did really well um, as competitors, but I think they both finally realized where if they like join together, they're going to be like a force that can't be reckoned with. So I think they're, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's awesome to see like two, you know, like enemies like come together and like really work it out. Are they actual friends? I have no idea. But um, I don't know who I would side with. That's a really tough question. Um, I mean... Well, who would you pick? <laughs> I pick? Yeah. I don't know. I might get like beat up or something if I give an answer. <laughs> right? You're like, no, dude, I'm just doing my job. Just do my job. No, honestly, I think maybe, I think maybe bananas. I think I would go with bananas. But I also know in the back of my mind that like I'm going, I'm going to be used until I'm not needed anymore. So it's like, I think I don't know. I think it's because I'm expecting it from Bananas that I can take it. But with Wes, I feel like I would maybe believe in him a little bit more. But I think I think that's just stupid for me to think of, of like trusting either one of them. So I would right. kind of just go with Bananas knowing that he is going to do that. So essentially, you'd be like Bananas is insurance policy. And then like once the lease is up, then, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> exactly what it is. You know what I mean? It's like for anyone to think that Bananas is like, or Wes is, I mean, honestly, I would pick CT. Like, CT's true as word. Like, CT, I would, yeah. you know, if I was close to him and, you know, I was someone that can, like, have his back and, like, push him forward, absolutely, I would trust CT. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't an option, so. <laughs> Fortunately. 
<laughs> I think we all love CT, right? <laughs> we all love CT. <laughs> so now, obviously, the real world is like, you know, aside from like that stupid like spinoff that they had last year on Facebook, they tried bringing back the real world or whatever, and it didn't really work out. Um, it was only available to watch on Facebook, and it wasn't really perceived well, but... Um, why do you feel like the real world, like, completely, like, you know, unfolded and, like, um... Um, I don't, I, um, I think with the real world, um, real world is the first reality show to ever hit TV. Like, that, so I'm super proud of being a part of real world. Um, I think, I think real world has been filtered with cast members. Like, so it's, like, if you are casted as a cast member to be on, on real world, it's no longer real anymore. People are wanting to go on there and cause drama. People are not wanting to, you know, it's not really real anymore. Like, yeah, sure, it is real because it's not scripted, but it's. But I feel like people aren't real enough to be on the real world. I think that's what happened. Um, and I think maybe, like, we didn't take a, a th I know that they stopped taking trips, like taking them on trips, like in the middle of the season. But I just think they got sick of the bullshit of, like, people just wanting, like, to, a clout. And I think real world, real real um purpose was to show people living in real life and i just don't think we have real people right now to be able to like deliver that for real world's expectations if that makes sense yeah i definitely say like more towards the end of real world like the last few seasons they uh it was very like clout chasing-esque you know yeah. like uh, kind of like that vibe like i don't know everything just felt like the same and you had people trying so hard to like you know, create, like, storylines and fight. And then it just became, like, all right, these people are dating, these people hate each other. That's, like, it got old, you know. Like, why are we going to want to tune in and watch every season if it's the same, you know, concept and story of you got one, one side with two people that are just, like, falling in, or falling in love. And then, like, right. yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's basically the same story every season, just different people. Right, exactly. It's, like, same storyline, same everything. So I think, like, Real World really um, holds up some accountable and they like you know like really valued the, like the show so it's like the beginning seasons were like awesome like Anissa you know like Brad um Kat, Cameron you know what I mean so it's that was so raw that fortunately right now it's like we have social media that kind of just like you know waters it down a little bit yeah it weighs it down mm -hmm. and I think they did a good choice of like just cutting it and maybe they'll come back up later you know, after they figure some things out. But I, yeah, I applaud them for like kind of just cutting the bullshit, not giving us some type of show that we're not going to be interested in. Mm -hmm. So now what about a show like X on the Beach? Could you ever see yourself on something like that? Yes, I would totally be down for X on the Beach. I don't know so much about like seeing my exes hook up with other people though. Like I'm such a girl that I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think, I think my thing though, is that, um, since I date women, I don't have any access for men. So, um, if I dated someone off the show or like if I dated a dude, like, I think that would give me more of a um, chance to be on those shows. But, um, yeah, I would love it. I mean, those challenges, like seeing the, and the old challenges, they were really fun. They're like bouncing off like balls. And nowadays it's like super just like hardcore, but I think that's what I like about sex on the uh, no, X on the beach. Well, sex on the beach. Jeez. <laughs> Let me yeah. Really? Like, I want to do those. Oh, man. 
they might have they made it uh give you uh, copyright or something for that you know you might have just coming up with a new uh show idea sex on the beach yeah sex on the beach guys yeah. like naked and afraid or like yeah, yeah that would yeah sex on the beach guys let's go <laughs> they, they might put your name in the bottom right corner where uh, you can barely see <laughs> right <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> Give me the idea. You can you can buy my idea. <laughs> okay. So, like, what's your opinion now on MTV for the challenge pulling from like a larger casting pool with like you know UK people and like Big Brother and you know Survivor? Yo, like I'm like so I'm like for it and not for it only because we get like dicked out on like you know on the process of it. It's like no, it was our show. Like it was real world road rules. So I think now times are changing and they kind of just needed something to work for them to keep those challenges going. So I think they did the right thing by going with Big Brother and those challenges have turned gnarly, dude. Like I wish they would have stayed fun and silly and, um, you know, made us look dumb and like, you know, like done really silly stuff, but I, they went a different way. So therefore they needed stronger competitors and more personalities to be on it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like they have too much uh, fun anymore on these things. Like the, I've seen like a bunch of things on Twitter and like everywhere where people was like, "Remember when they used to have fun?" And it would show like clips from like yeah, know, like some slip and slides. And, you yeah, know what? like everything's just like everyone's like huddled in their own little like you know clicks and then just like talking about each other. Yeah, right. It's like just tor it's just torture the entire time. Although we just came up with another show. Come on, MTV. We just thought of just taking the challenge. Back to its old days, oh, okay. having fun and like, you know, like mud wrestling, like going through like slip and slides. You know what I mean? Like that is fun to watch. I would be so down for that. But then what's this show going to be called then? Because there's already the challenge. So, I mean, we're going to have to come up with a different name now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I like it, you know? So, yeah, I, I mean, come on, like, that's fun to watch. Like, you know, like, if you're, like, stoned in bed and you're just, like, cracking up at, like, all these people, like, and we already have, like, pe like people that I would want to do it, like, the cast members and stuff. You know what I mean? So that would be really fun. I think, like, they should think of doing something like that. Maybe I should, like, email a producer or something and be like, yo, can we just yeah, take it back? After we're off this, you might need to get on some emails and just, like, just start typing away at producers. So I think, uh, you know, eventually... Yeah, Taking it back to like old school. That could be the name of the show. Like taking it back. Yeah, <laughs> taking it back. Yeah. Just like take everybody that was from like you know the real world and road rules and just throw them and just have this challenge be for the new newbies. Yeah, dude, that'd be fun. And I can host it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, you, and you could host it. Right? I'd host it, and I'd be like, no, I want to do it. I want to do it next. <laughs> the tester before the challenge. <laughs> right. So we did say we were gonna spill some tea. Uh, I mean, some tea has been spilled, but is there anything else that we've, uh, you know, yet to touch upon? I mean, I know you were on Cutthroat and there was, uh, you know, was uh, there anything else that you feel like uh, didn't make air that? No, no, I, don't, I think we've, I think we've, I think we've spoken about everything that I know, other than like the fucking food that we have to deal with every time we go to another, like another country. Dude, they gave us so many potatoes in like Czech Republic, like morning, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm like, dude, we are so, so like, we all gained a lot of weight. Like that's kind of like stuff that's just funny, but spilling tea as in with anybody else, like, I don't think, I don't think I have anything to add. I think everything was shown. I think I was an open book and... I think everything was just out there. Yeah. 
So say if you were to get a call, like, you know, tomorrow, um, would you uh, go on the challenge? Or which one that we created or like the old one (laughs) or the new one? (laughs) The the one that, you know, the challenge. The actual challenge. challenge? Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But dude, I'd be like, I'd be like, I mean, can I bulk up in enough days? Can I like be strong enough? Like do I'm honestly don't think I'd get very far, but I absolutely would go on there and have a different mentality. And yeah, I would absolutely like, yeah, yeah, I would take the invitation. And plus, and you'd like, like to see other people win too. So, like, maybe yeah, like, go up and. Like, I would love to like fuck around with like all the castmates and like see like how, you know what I can do to like, yeah, I would kind of just have my own personality on there and like, would I take the challenge serious? Probably not, but just fucking around with the people and like you know causing and like you know like putting some seeds down and watching it grow. Like, yeah, I would definitely go on there and have a have some fun with people. So now, what about, like, your quarantine adjustment? How has that kind of uh, shifted things for you? Shifted things as in, like, um, like I said, it's um, me time, you know? So um, I'm writing a book right now, Late Night Thoughts, which is going to connect to life after thoughts. So um, I'm getting all of that done. I'm, like, three chapters away from finishing. I'm doing this blog. I'm illustrating for the book. I'm also wanting to start a podcast with um, talking about mental health, um, drug addiction, and LGBT. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think for now, it's just I'm, I'm really loving myself and taking, like, me time and, like, going on hikes. And, I mean, what else can we do? You know, seeing friends and, like, watching movies and, like, just being creative and, like, see if I can create and write stories and stuff like that. I think now's the time to be creative and self-care. Yeah, that's the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. How's your quarantine? I mean, luckily for you, you're actually able to see people. It's so bad where I'm from. I'm in Jersey, and, like, we're second in, this, like, the, you know, state in cases. So, like, it's well, been, uh... First in the entire country. What is? Like, L.A. Is first? Is first. I think, I yeah. thought it was New York. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. New York, and then I, I think we're second. You know, we just fucking shit it. I'm, like, right next to New York. I'm yeah. Like from Times Square. I'm, like, a city guy, so... It's, uh... It's a, completely shut down? I mean, you know how, like, New York is. Like, people are just out and about <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. You, you could tell them that, like, there's, like, a, you know, shark on the loose or something, like, in the middle of Times Square, and that's not stopping anybody. Although, I don't know how a shark would make it there, because uh, there's no water, but... <laughs> bad analogy but you get the point (laughs) no I totally get that I totally get that it's the same here in LA like no one cares but yeah that's the way I'm you know that's the way I'm kind of just handling quarantine it's just like and I advise that to everybody you know I'm sure you've gotten a lot of podcasts done like over quarantine like it's very easy to get in contact with people and doing that yeah honestly like I feel like if quarantine never happened like this would have never happened you know what I mean like yeah yeah I guess it's exactly Blessing in disguise, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Being creative and, you know, you're, yeah, absolutely. This is great. And I'm sure, like, we all have to do something creatively in order to keep our, like, heads together. So, yes, good job. Awesome. This has been so much fun. Like, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. I can't wait to, uh, you know, yeah. drop this. Yeah, I'm excited. And hopefully when, once I drop it, you know, like, we'll, we'll talk and, you know, I'll keep in contact with you, Twitter and stuff. And, yeah, we can have another podcast speaking about that. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm.
Uh, thank you, and I hope you are safe and take care. You're very welcome. Thank you.